Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm Patty Holiday, your head fangirl in charge, and this is the Monday Movie Minute. So every Monday, we're going to chat about the movies that came out, what we saw last week, and uh, what's happening at the box office. I don't know, maybe what we watch streaming since Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, they've all got such amazing shows coming out. We're just going to cover whatever we uh, feel like talking about on Mondays, as long as it's movie related. We're going to talk about Rocket Man. It opened this weekend. Godzilla. It opened this weekend yesterday movie which did not open this weekend but I saw a screener for it and I just have to give it a little bit of love plus it kind of marries together nicely with Rocket Man since they're both kind of musical right <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna wrap it up by talking about Always Be My Maybe on Netflix this is the rom-com to kick off your summer if you're into rom-coms which if you're not what's wrong with you who hurt you sweetie who hurt you <laughs> big rom-com fan over here all right guys Rocket Man. First thing I want to say about Rocket Man, just to get you guys an idea of where I'm coming from on this, is I am not a big Elton John fan. Elton John, I grew up listening to Elton John, 80s and 90s, you know, he's always been around, but he wasn't anybody that I've seen in concert. He wasn't anybody that I had this huge desire to know more about or to experience Nothing like that. So I went into Rocket Man figuring at the very worst, I would just hear some music that I really like, right? At the best. I'd learn a little something about the guy because I didn't I don't know a lot about the guy. I came out of this with a whole new appreciation on this amazing, incredible, wild life that Elton John has lived, guys. It's it's insane. It's intense. And I know it's a movie. And I know there's already, you know, posts that are out there that say, eh, it's not exactly how this happened. And it's true because a lot of the songs that happen in the movie early in his life, he didn't write until years later. It's it's a movie, okay? But what I loved about it were the songs, how they married so well with telling the story. How these songs told the story really fit and really you know, got to me. There was a comment on my review saying that it took one uh, one reader about half the movie before she could decide if it was awful or awesome. Shout out to April. <laughs> and then she decided it was awesome and she just ran with it. And I had a very similar reaction, except it didn't take me ha- half a movie. It only, it took me until I think the second, the second song. The first song comes very early on and it did catch me off guard. Because all of a sudden, guys, you're watching you're watching basically a Broadway musical type production, and it threw me off. And I wasn't expecting that for some reason. If you are a musical theater lover, if you like to see these kinds of things live, Rocket Man's your movie. Like this, if it's if it's not planned to go to Broadway, I'm expecting that it will get there at this point. I thought I read somewhere that originally that was the thought, is that it was actually going to be Broadway first, and then for whatever reason, they decided to turn this into the movie. I don't know, you know, how they how they got to that decision. However, you are basically watching a Broadway show <laughs> on screen, and it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's beautiful. It's touching. It's poignant. There's moments 
where I was in tears for this guy who struggled through so much but was such an incredible genius. And, you know, it's all about finding, I don't know, the right people to surround yourself with and to support you, especially when you're somebody in in this level and in this industry that he's in, right? Anyway, it was it was fascinating. It was it was very interesting. And I will tell you that by the end of the movie, you know, I never thought of myself like as an Elton John fangirl, but I want to know more now. I definitely, you know, have some research to do and have some some things to consider when it comes to Elton John that I didn't have before. And I think that's an awesome, awesome power of the movies that it can take someone who maybe wasn't a fan and turn them into one. And I got to say, that's what that's what happened to me. Well, it's Elton John, okay? And if you don't know a lot about him, he definitely did not lead a PG life, okay? He didn't even lead a PG-13 life. We are talking definitely R, possibly worse. But for movie purposes, this is an R-rated movie. And if you have older children that have expressed interest in seeing Rocket Man. Obviously, parental styles and decisions are up to you, but I did make a few notes as far as a parental movie review that might be helpful for you deciding if it is okay for your family to go and see this movie. I personally, I have an older son, and if he came to, and he really, he's into music, and, and if he came to me and said, I want to see Rocket Man, I'd probably pump him a little bit for some why. What What's your reasoning? What are you thinking? What do you know about Elton John? Just to kind of get a feel for how important this might be for him. And I'd probably let him go. But that's my family. That's not yours. He's 16 and... I'd probably let him let him do it because he's close, right? That's not the right answer for everybody. Uh, and just keep that in mind. When you go into this movie, you are going to see a lot of drugs, a lot of drinking, a lot of debauchery, a lot of fabulousness, <laughs> but there's a lot of that as well. So keep that in mind when you walk into this theater. It's Elton John's life, okay, guys? And he definitely made sure that it was, it was honest and true, at least as much as they were willing to put... <laughs> on the big screen. <laughs> I'm sure he kept a lot of moments private because how could you not? Um, I also have to say, I did not see Bohemian Rhapsody. And I'm going to change that now, in part because of, of this movie. This It just surprised me on how I was kind of semi-uninterested in it. I just knew that it was a new movie coming out. And I, and I like music okay. You know, I'm not like a huge fan, but I like music okay. And that's why I decided on this one. So now though, I, I want to go back and see Bohemian Rhapsody because I've just heard it's fantastic and wonderful. And obviously Oscars don't lie. So I'm going to go do that. I will also tell you, speaking of Oscars, Taron Edgerton, who plays Elton John. Y'all, he's so good. He is so good. There were times where it was easy to forget that we weren't watching Elton transported back somehow. He sounds similar enough, that's still different, but similar enough that you get into the songs. And he sings all the songs. He sings them himself. So this isn't a lip sync situation like I think it was with Bohemian Rhapsody. Talent, talent, talent. Put this guy's name in your brain. And uh, I don't know. He's He's got me. I'm interested to see what's coming out next for him because I was blown away. 
blown away by his performances. Uh, seriously, it's just so fun. The songs are fantastic. They put together this storytelling, you know, using the songs and it was just so well done. It was really great. I think there is going to be a lot of award talk when award season rolls around. So if you don't want to be left out of that conversation, put this on your list to watch at some point between now and then. And then I'll also throw in the link here for noguiltfangirl.com, Rocketman Parent Movie Review, so you can decide if this is something your kids need to see. All right. Now, the other big choice, there's actually three movies that were coming out that I was considering going to see in the theater. And this was the second, this was the runner up. And I decided not to see Godzilla this weekend, mostly because I've never seen a single Godzilla movie in my life. I don't know Godzilla. I know nothing about this history other than obviously it's a big lizard and I think it's set in Japan and he stomps things and rips buildings up. Uh, guys, I don't know. <laughs> that's that's all I know about Godzilla. So I'm probably missing a lot, right? I, I'm going to guess anybody that is a big Godzilla fangirl out there, I'm sure you're going to let me know that I am missing some amazing thing. And I'd love to hear it. I would actually love to hear it. If you are out there and you do have this big history and this big love of Godzilla, please leave me a comment. Hit me up. Send me an email. I, I want to hear about it because I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know it. I couldn't push the buy button on my Fandango app because I've just never seen it. And even though it could have been a, a great opportunity for an unbiased review, right? I also felt it wasn't fair to the fandom. And and I and I went out this from my point of view as a Marvel fangirl, as a Star Wars fangirl, as a Harry Potter fangirl. I don't want somebody coming in and writing a review that just doesn't get what was what was being made for the fans. And I feel like a movie like Godzilla was being made for the fans. Uh, Godzilla King of Monsters was was being made for the fans and was was out there for them primarily. And, and that's just where I was. I've heard uh, from friends kind of mixed reviews on if it's good or not. I think it's enjoyable enough if you go in and you aren't a huge fan. Maybe it's enjoyable. Maybe if you are a huge fan, maybe there's something there for you. I don't know, but I will tell you this. Numbers don't lie. Godzilla was the king of monsters, but also king of box office this weekend. So he came in at number one, <laughs> uh, followed by Aladdin, Rocketman, uh, Ma, which was my, the third one that was on my list. Ultimately, I just didn't have time. I ran out of time this weekend. Ma may happen later on this week. I don't know, but I ran out of time on Ma. John Wick and the Avengers, Pokemon, Booksmart, Brightburn and The Hustle round out the top 10 for the movies this weekend. So I don't know how many of you guys have seen those. There's a lot of good movies on that list from an entertainment standpoint. At least I was entertained by them. I saw The Hustle. I saw Booksmart. I saw Pokemon. Saw Avengers Endgame twice. Got to go for a third time. Everybody go for at least a third time, if not a fourth. Come on, man. What are we waiting for? <laughs> Let's run those numbers up while we can. I, I, I want to see John Wick now. John Wick has been intriguing me and he's been hanging in there but again I did the same thing with John Wick I haven't seen the other two maybe I need to figure out how to make that happen so that I can go see John Wick before it leaves the theaters because it's still pulling in money it's pulling in money all right I'm gonna move off of this weekend and I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit I had the opportunity I scored some fan seats for a, a screening Beatles inspired movie yes yesterday all right yesterday guys I loved yesterday. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. But again, you got to remember, I am that 
rom-com girl at heart. And this is the rom-com of the summer, even though it's not coming out until the end of June. But you guys want to put it on your list because it's super sweet, super funny, fairly family appropriate. I mean, there's there's moments. And again, I address that, of course, in my parent movie review. Please go check that out before you take the kids so that you don't watch it and then yell at me and say, wait, I thought she said this was okay. I said fairly. (laughs) Fairly, guys. But go check it out. What I loved so much about yesterday was, I don't know, everything. The acting was so good. The writing was so smart and funny. The The characters were adorable and sweet. Yes, very, you know, semi-formulaic, but there's a little bit of a twist going on here with, with, with yesterday. Ah, the music. I mean, who doesn't love the Beatles? And guys, if you are a fangirl, you you know there's Beatles fangirls out there. Old school Beatles fangirls. My theater was packed with people. And we were rolling laughing all the time through this movie. Yesterday. Put it on the list. It doesn't come out till the end of June. But if you like Love Actually, if you like Notting Hill, that kind of thing, Go see Yesterday. Uh, You know, it's actually written. They're all written by the same guy. (laughs) So he has a thing or two up his sleeve when it comes to romantic comedies. But, you know, you get almost two hours of the Beatles as sung by uh, Himesh Patel. And he just has a lovely voice. And it was so enjoyable. It was it was really, I, I am grinning ear to ear thinking about this movie and cannot wait for it to come out in the theaters again. Because I'll, I'll be there. I will be there. And then finally, the last movie I'm going to talk about to wrap up this Monday Movie Minute is Always Be My Maybe. This one is on Netflix. We had a really fun staycation situation go on this weekend, but we came home on Sunday and we're just kind of crashed and burned after after being so wild and fun all weekend long. And then it started raining and I was like, all right, this is a perfect Netflix day. I need a Netflix movie. Social media was telling me to watch this one. Always be my maybe. I hadn't heard of it before. This was all brand new to me. It did just open or it just came out. I think they actually opened it up in a couple of movie theaters around the country. I'm not sure which ones. I'm not sure where. My guess might be some in San Francisco or in the Bay Area since that's where this movie is is primarily set. And I think they would get a good audience in movie theaters out there. But it's on Netflix. So if you've got Netflix, you can queue this one up, put it on your watch list, and definitely definitely give this one a watch. Always be my maybe. Again, like I said, was recommended all over social media. And my social media is usually pretty right about movies because I follow some people who know what they're talking about. They've got, I've got a lot of movie lovers on my on my feeds. And so they're super helpful that way. I went ahead, I kicked the kids out of the room just in case because this is on Netflix. And in my experience, Netflix, uh, this, the streaming shows, you know, can, can be a little bit more lenient than putting stuff in the movie theaters. So I wanted to make sure before I let my teenage daughter who really wants to see the movie before I let her see it I wanted to give it a watch and I'm glad I did I'm I'm, in the end in the end I will let my 14 year old daughter watch this one however there are things in it that you may not Uh, there's recreational weed smoking again we're in the Bay Area in California I grew up in the Bay Area trust me this is nothing new, but it is now legal in California, so I think we're going to see more of that maybe on um, movies that are set there. It, it's just a, I, I think it's just changing times since, again, it's no longer illegal to do it. I don't know. We'll see. Doesn't, doesn't mean it's right for you or your family. I'm just saying. 
it could be a trend that we see a little bit more of. This movie was adorable. It was hilarious. It was sweet. It was charming. I loved so much about it. And of course, you know, there's a review and I go into a little bit more detail on, on what you can expect from a parental aspect as well. I would... Cue this one up at your earliest convenience. This is your first rom-com of the summer, in my opinion. There's a little language. It's a little language-y. And there's some adult situations in there as well. So again, you know, be prepared. Maybe watch it before you watch it with your kids because you just might want to, all right? Okay, I'm not gonna spoil anything and tell you what happens, but I will tell you this. What I loved so much about this movie to the point where I was laughing out loud, dying laughing, tears on my face, the entire scene with Keanu Reeves in it, guys. Keanu Reeves has a small cameo and it actually went on a little bit longer than I expected it to, which I was thrilled about because it was, he was so good in it. He was so funny. And I hear that he improvised a lot. After I read that, I, I was like blown away even more. If nothing else, if you don't think this movie's for you or you can't get past some of the other issues with it, do yourself a favor. Go ahead and fast forward to, that's the beauty of Netflix, right? You can do this. <laughs> fast forward till you get to the uh, dinner scene. It's uh, Wong, Park, Park's girlfriend. Uh, they all go out to dinner and they are waiting on Ali Wong's new boyfriend to show up, which turns out to be freaking Keanu Reeves, right? And then you just got to sit back and enjoy some gold moments here. Guys, it's the summer of Keanu. I don't... I, I can't, can't believe what's going on here. Uh, this, you know, 90s girl who remembers him from Speed and Bill and Ted's. We're getting a, a, a fun Keanu back in our lives. I'm, I'm super excited about it. John Wick is doing well. John Wick 3. Always be my maybe. This one's a lot of fun. And like I said, he kind of steals some scenes here. He's going to be Duke Kaboom in Toy Story 4, which is coming out next month also. And there's all these rumors happening of Eternals casting and Marvel, like he's in talks with them. So hashtag all the Keanu, please. Come on, guys, give it to us. All right, that's all I've got for the Monday Movie Minute this week. Now, new podcast episode is coming out on Friday, and I think that one is going to finally be the Veronica Mars fangirling episode. I have just been saving that one, and it's coming out on Fangirl Friday. I'm gonna say it. We're gonna get that one out there because speaking of streaming services, Hulu is going to give us all the Veronica Mars, and I can't wait for that. Don't forget... Please subscribe, throw some of those five-star reviews down. It really helps other fangirls like you find the show. And it's always appreciated by yours truly. So thanks, guys. Thanks for fangirling with me on the No Guilt Fangirls podcast. Know if, if you need to or not. Um, and I'm also making note of when's a good time to run to the restroom? Because if you've got kids with you, sometimes they got to go and you might be looking for that window of I won't miss too much. That's I'm there for you. And then of course, if you know me, you know, I pretty much need this information for myself. <laughs> so I am writing it all down and that's an additional um, section in the parent movie reviews now is going to be when do I need... When can I pee? I think that's what I titled it, is when can I pee? You're welcome, guys. You're welcome. All right. Have a good one. Happy Monday. And we'll see you next week.